All right, welcome back to another episode of A-Sides. On this episode, I spoke with singer-songwriter Frank Myers. At first, there were some technical difficulties when we got started, so I had to edit it into kind of an oddball spot, so it kind of comes in mid-conversation. But hey, it's not the first time you've heard that. So anyhow, here's my conversation with Frank, and I hope you enjoy it. I can hear it in your voice I can see it in your eyes It's tearing at your heart What's weighing on your So was that back in the uh back in the tour were you touring in a uh in a band at the time? Uh, I was Eddie Raven's lead guitar player from 81 to 90 and then I was Marie Osmond's lead guitar player from 90 to 94. And I was in a duo called Baker and Myers for about four years after that. Oh, okay. But I played Peoria with Eddie and Marie. Oh, all right. Yeah, I didn't know that you, uh, well, I didn't know you played with either one of them, but I had seen the uh, the duo that you would, you were in back in the 90s. Uh-huh. So, um, but yeah, I mean, I wasn't really... Uh, super familiar with your stuff other than I, I remember the song I swear right obviously that was a big hit back in the day um, mm-hmm. were you a country music fan um you know I am a little bit more now than I was back then back then I wasn't mm-hmm. my mom listened to that stuff back then more than I did my mom Ooh. and my and my younger brother Right. That was kind of my hard rock days, I guess. Um, no, <laughs> I'm still into, I, but I do listen to I, more country I now. Totally under, I totally get it. But, but yeah, so you have a new uh, song that's coming out um, called God's Got This. Mm-hmm. When, when is the release date on that? Or is it already out? Um, the... Uh, Digital streaming release is Friday, August twenty eighth. Okay, I didn't think it was out yet. But there, but, but there is a pre-sale, pre-save date of August fourteenth, and there will also be uh, um, the country note will be premiering the video on that day as well. Okay. Was that? Uh, is there going to be a whole album, or are you just releasing this as just a single? Well, I'm just releasing this. Uh, as a single at the moment um, and see how it does and go from there. Okay. The whole, the whole reason for releasing it is I just think that the message uh, is something that people need right now. So I want to try to get the message out there. And that was uh, the whole point doing this. Right. Is something going on right now? No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Not much. Bad joke, bad joke. But... <laughs> Not much. Everybody's at home, you know. Yeah, yeah, well. <laughs> yeah, in some ways, there's not a lot going on. and Yeah. Then in other ways, there is way too much going on, so. Yeah, yeah. Um, so is this something that you just kind of, What had you already written it, or was the current climate well, I wrote of it. everything going on kind of influencing it? Well, I really uh, wrote this um, uh, really right before COVID hit. 
uh, I was going through, you know, uh, some uh, trying times and um, things I were dealing with were things that I had no control over, you know, and um, I am uh, consider myself a a good uh, Catholic, a good Christian. Uh, and I just knew that, uh, you know, there's those things in your life that you have no control over and you just have to give it to God and you have to put uh, your faith in him and trust in him completely. And when you do that, uh, everything all the time always works out. And we don't always get the answer that we want. Um, but, we do always get an answer and, you know, looking back when you get past things, you know, it, it's a lot easier to see why you got that particular answer, you know, but, um, you know, the Lord wants us to, to, to put faith in him. You know, he wants us to be like little children. And why is that? Because, because little children, <laughs> put all their faith in mom and dad, you know, there's no questioning. It's just boom. And that's the way the Lord wants us to be. And, um, anyway, um, that title just came to my head. Uh, I, I don't really remember why it did, but it just did. I guess it, I guess it did because he put it there and, um, and then the song just kind of wrote itself. Right on. So is that usually, I mean, <clears throat> I mean, I know a lot, a lot of people say that, you know, the best songs just kind of write themselves. And so going into the process of writing a song, do you usually just let it kind of come to you and trust, you know, your gut I do. and roll with it more than sitting and exercising, trying to write or? No, I, I you know, uh, I, I do both, but the best songs uh, are the ones that come to you and just flow out, you know, right. and you let it, and you let it flow out. That doesn't mean you don't go back and tweak it or rewrite some things and try to make it better. I mean, I think that is, you know, that's part of the craft of writing and, uh, part of, um, uh, to me, that's the difference between having taken something that's a good song and making it a great song is the, uh, the secret of co-writing and going back and right. just making it better. Because, you know, especially when you get away from something for a couple of days, uh, you can go back and and usually make it better. This particular song was written in an hour and it was done. Because um, it's just all, everything in it is true to life. Um, you know, we see so many people suffering uh, every day. And then not just during COVID, but I mean from various things, cancer, loss of job, divorce, death of a child. I mean, just it goes on and on and on. We all have our crosses to bear. And uh, God wants us to, to put it in his hands. And that's the message. So do you think... For everybody. And I'm a control freak. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you've got, you know... You got a few hits under your belt, so I, I, I'd say that you've earned being a control, being in control well, of what you do, and and you know. Sure, there's there's things we can control. We can, uh, but uh, so many things are out of our control, and 
Right. Uh, when when that happens, man, we just got to put our faith in Him uh, and and trust in Him. Uh, give it to Him because, as I said earlier, it you know He'll take care of you. When you said you know, it's just just like that old thing about the the footprints in the sand, you know. You know, when you didn't see two sets of footprints, it was because I was carrying you. And he wants to carry all of us. Um, and there's and, and then you got those people who say, wow, man, uh, I can never get to heaven. You know, all the things I've done in my life, there's just no way I could I can be forgiven. But that's not true. Those are the people he wants the most to to come to him. That's the. You know that's the line in uh, the second verse where I said, "No matter what you, no matter what you've said, no matter what you've done, there's no mistake too big for His mercy and His love," and that's the truth. Well, I think you know this uh, this day and age where it's kind of, it's I'm kind of going out of the uh, out of the topic of you know Christianity and and faith and everything, but. Mm-hmm. More, more into just how we treat each other, sure. Uh, people to people, you know. It seems like nowadays we really don't have that mentality. You screw up, and we just write people off. I mean, it's going yeah, on a lot right, of, right now in Hollywood and the whole cancel cancel culture, and you know, sure. And it's like, but that's because people that do that don't have God, in my opinion. Right. Um, so we have to pray for those people. The ones that persecute us the most, we have to pray for. Pray that they uh, come to know his love and his mercy. And um, once we all know that, then uh, the whole world would be a lot better. I mean, heck, John Lennon said it, right? All you need is love. Yeah, he did. It's the truth. That's what God said. That's what Jesus said when he was here on earth. You know, love one another as I've loved you. But, you know, there's 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 a, there's another force at work here in the world, too. So that we're battling and um, we always have to be aware of that. Yeah, there seems to be a lot that we're all battling right now. I mean, yeah, it's a, uh, it's an odd, it's an odd time. You know, I'm hoping we all look back on this and just remember it and and learn from it. Um, well, but everything happens for a reason. There's no coincidences. Well, I hope that's true, and I hope that's true in a positive way. Um, so let me ask you. Is there anything else in the works as far as music goes for you? Um, I mean, I know well, you, you know, said I just, this. Go ahead, sorry. I just finished uh, co-producing a huge project for the TAPS organization. I don't know if you know about that. It's yeah, called Love, Live, Love Lives On. Yep. Yeah, I actually talked to the last episode that just posted uh, Monday. I talked with uh, Andy Griggs. Angie K yeah. and Deborah Allen, all three of them. Yeah. So yeah, 
So I, uh, I kind of spearheaded that whole deal. I, I put all the songwriters together. I brought in all the artists and, uh, and of course wrote two of the songs on it as well as co-produced the whole project. I'm not looking for a pat on the back or anything, but no, your name was, was mentioned. A, it, yeah. was, it was, it, it was a year long worth of work. Uh, and you know, I don't regret a, a moment of it. it. It's a wonderful organization. All the all the artists came in and did a great job. All the songwriters got together with the families of the loved ones left behind and wrote these great songs. And it's just an incredible, incredible project. I can't say enough about it. And um, no, I wasn't looking to record any songs or put anything out. But uh, you know, this uh, this gift from God came along and. And I wanted to share it. I wanted to share it with as many people as I can possibly share it with. And then uh, I have many other songs that I could record and put out. But uh, this was done very simple, really. I mean, we didn't go into the studio and track it with a bunch of players. It was just Jimmy and I. Jimmy and I co-produced the Love Lives On project. We went to his went to his house and he programmed drums and put keys and strings on it and a bass and I put a gut string guitar on it and sang it, no backgrounds just very organic, very simple because it's all about the message with this song Right Do you think that uh, the reason, you know you, you mentioned earlier that it was pretty much written and done in an hour's time um, do you think the reason that you decided to you know not go back and re tweak anything or, or whatever is because you know it's more it was well, more was about nothing. the message versus like you're, you're trying to say something versus writing a hit song like if you were trying to write like a song for say another artist well you know i actually co-wrote this with richie mcdonald of lone star oh, okay. so the idea came and i and i had it you know a lot of it written and I took it to him because I wanted him to sing it truthfully. Oh, okay. And, um, he just never, you know, got around to doing it. And so I just decided to do it because I felt like it was divine intervention that brought me the song and that the message that God wanted that message to be out there. So I decided what the heck I can sing. I can put it out to myself. So, I decided to do it. I mean, I was an artist before. Uh, I'm still an artist. You know, it's just not that I'm not just, you know, I'm not chasing it like other artists. Um, but I am an artist and a producer and a writer and, and, uh, I enjoy performing live and doing acoustic shows. And, um, so there's a lot of reasons for doing it, but the main reason was, but I really felt like God wanted this message to be out there. So your first, your first, uh, well, your first hit that I know of, it may not be the first song you've got out there, but, um, no, I had a, several hits before. Uh, oh, go ahead. Well, I was going to say you, you and I by Eddie rabbit and crystal Gale. Yeah. Yeah. That was my first one. So that was the first, was that, I mean, was that like your first hit or was that, that kind of was the first my, one that really hit. That was my second song ever recorded. And it was my first single that I ever had out. And I wrote it by myself. 
Okay. So that wrote was... It for, wrote it for my wife, Belinda. Oh, okay. So, yeah, because that was, you know, what, 1982, right? Mm, yep, it was... Uh, Actually went, I think it went number one in December of '82, you know, on the country charts, and then uh, it uh, peaked in the top five of the pop and AC charts in '83. Uh, Were you was was your uh, you know your faith and being a Christian a big part of your songwriting all the way back then, or is that something that you've more you know? Well, I was a lot. I, I was younger back then, and um, I think sometimes, you know, you have to live through some things, uh, and develop that relationship with God. You know, I've always had a relationship with God, and I always tried to go to go to mass when I was out on the road if I could, and things like that. Um, but uh, you know, it took years of praying every day and mass and all the things you do to uh, to develop the kind of relationship that I have now with the Lord, I believe. But I've always, uh, you know, tried to stay true to my faith. As a matter of fact, my faith is what probably saved me from, uh, you know, a lot of things. Yeah, I mean... I, you know, you hear that a lot from people. I mean, I'm not going to sit here and lie and act like, you know, because I'm not really a Christian myself. So <laughs> I'm not going to I'm not going to blow smoke towards you. Just, to, you know, I, I should probably just get well, that out of the way. But I, I enjoy talking okay, to anybody Brent. of any. That's OK, Brent. You still got a lot of time. <laughs> right. Right. No, I mean, you know, I, I grew up uh, when I was young. We didn't go to church. And then at some point my parents started going to church and I started going and I, I you know my entire childhood and teenage years I you know I believed and I, I be honest with you like the you know entire uh, adult life I, I think I just started questioning things even more I mean sometimes when you're a teenager well, you you're know, rebellious and question things and absolutely I, we all do that but when I got older it was when I started doing it you know and uh, I mean I, well, I know. you know, there's there's a there's a whole lot more out there um, to influence you to not be a Christian as opposed to be a Christian. But I can tell you this: there's only one reason you were put here on this earth, and that's to get to Him. This this whole our lives are nothing but one trial, and it it isn't about all the awards we win, win or the the uh, cars and houses or whatever that we can accumulate. None of that matters because you're not taking anything with you, not even the clothes on your back. Um, our whole purpose in life is to love Jesus and to get back to him and to help others get back to him and to help our family make it to heaven. That's, that's the ultimate goal. Um, and sometimes it takes a while for people to realize that, but, you know, if you think about it, once you're gone, all this stuff here doesn't matter. The only thing that matters are the good things that you leave behind. Right. No, I agree with that part of it. Um, 
you know. I mean, I have kids. I have three kids, and sure, um, you know. Obviously, I've gotten to the point in my life where I realize all the, uh, all of the, you know, physical things aren't aren't everything, you know, and all the, all the things and the stuff that we acquire and money and you know they mean nothing. No. I mean they 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 might give us a comfortable existence while we're here but hopefully uh if if you're able to have a comfortable existence uh, you're sharing it with others as well um because uh those who are given much are expected to give much in return um but uh i can tell you this god loves you as as much as he loves anyone that he has ever created and anyone that will ever be created and i can tell you this too he would he would let himself be nailed back to the cross for your soul alone, for your soul alone, Brent, and my soul alone. He would do that. That's how much he loves us and how much he wants us to be with him. Never forget that. And one day, you know, hopefully you'll come back to him well i'll uh you know i'll let you know yeah. <laughs> i'll save your number and you know we can have that conversation please do um, anytime anytime i don't you know i'm more than welcome to have a this wasn't necessarily uh, the conversation I'm, i was prepared to have but um, <laughs> well I'm, I'm i'm more than happy to have that conversation with you anytime. i'm more than happy to be thrown a curveball so i think that you know this uh I mean, look, I haven't been doing this podcast a whole, a whole long time. I mean, it's, I'm, I'm fairly new at it and really it started off not being an interview type podcast. It was me and one other guy just kind of interviewing or, uh, we interviewed some people early on, I guess, but we were doing more like album reviews and whatnot. Yeah. And when the COVID thing hit, we started doing interviews Great. and we started doing, you know, uh, we did a few of our usual episodes kind of via uh, Skype or whatever, but we started doing interviews and over the phone like this and everything. And then just recently he, my partner stepped away from doing it. So it's kind of all just been me the last few episodes. And I was the one with like no experience really interviewing anyone. So, um, but the one thing I hoped was that once I started doing these interviews, it wouldn't be, you know, scripted because I did hit a few people that I I talked to that it was like they called up with just this one singular agenda that they had this one song and that's all they wanted to talk about. They wanted to get get on, get it out within, you know, five, ten minutes and be done with it. Like it was a radio call in, not really a conversation. And, you know, I didn't really want this thing to be something where we just had to talk about just music and just the one sure. thing yes. that's going hey man, we can talk, on you know hey buddy we can we can talk about anything your heart desires um right well it's you know, not we're, you're we're, the, we're you talking know. i'm sure you i'm sure you'll uh edit this however you want to edit it but uh barely uh this is my <laughs> this is my number if you ever want to talk about the lord or anything like that you can call me anytime you want to right well hey because, i appreciate you know, that yeah you, know. you know when i'm talking i feel like you know Maybe I sound like I'm rambling, but it feels to me like the Holy Spirit is 
is uh, kind of telling me what to say. <laughs> right. Well, I, you so, know, the point you know, I was getting this, at. This was one of those fate calls, Brent. Right. <laughs> well, the point I was getting at was like, you know, this isn't what I obviously had in mind to sit and talk about. But I, I would rather have just a real conversation than, you know, have something that's just like, scripted and phony. And yeah you know i mean <laughs> and look i'm open-minded just because i'm not um a christian i, I it doesn't mean well, don't don't I, sell don't sell, don't sell yourself short buddy you sound like a good guy well no i yeah i'm <laughs> i i try to be <laughs> open-minded to all to all things and i know i like having conversations with uh you know the main thing about this whole thing is just talking to, to different kinds of songwriters and Mm-hmm. And kind of hear their stories of why they do what they do, well, where they draw yeah, from. Yeah, and you know, I, I I haven't written a lot of songs that were just uh, Christian based. I mean, I think a lot of my songs have a spiritual kind of uh, base to them. Um, but as far as like having Christian songs that I have written, I probably have a handful. You know, I. I co-produced uh, Richie McDonald's Christian record that he did. I don't know if you saw that or not. I don't think I saw that one. On no. Yeah, uh, and it was we were actually nominated for album of the year uh, for a Dove Award, which was pretty cool. What is a Dove? I, I'm not familiar. Dove Award is the Christian Grammy. Oh, okay. I mean, like I figured, Christian, but I figured like I'd clarify. The, <laughs> like the like a like a like a CMA right the CMA Award. The Dove Award is the the Christian Award. Okay, I kind of assumed that, but I I figured I'd clarify, and then that way, you know, anybody listening yeah. might might learn too. So, because this is just being recorded, right? Yeah, yeah, it's not live or anything. How long so. will the will it, the interview last when you actually play it? I mean, do you play the whole thing? Or? Yeah, I usually just play the whole thing. I mean, oh, great. I, you know, with our technical difficulty in the beginning, it'll probably be kind of a choppy start. But usually once, <laughs> if anything like that happens, I'll, I'll, you know, I'll edit in something in the beginning to kind of. Well, uh, that's always the rule, it, man. So. Whatever can go wrong usually goes wrong. That is true. <laughs> yeah. No, I, you know, but I had, I mean, I've had somewhere I've had to just say, hey, look, this was a weird start because I wasn't. I learned the hard way that you just got to hit the record button right when you answer the call because I've had some yeah, you, where know, you we never some, know what's going to be said. Yeah, we end up having some really cool conversations, and then I'm like, oh, I haven't even hit record yet. Hold that thought. So <laughs> it's happened to me several times. And, I mean, the first interview we, we ever did was with uh, Damon Johnson. I don't know if you know the name, but uh, he's a rock Guitar artist. Player? Yeah. Yep. Was he in... Uh, he was in Brother Kane. He... Uh-huh. And then he's been in some other bands, too. He was in did Thin he play Lizzie with and, Alice Cooper for a while? And he did. He played with Alice Cooper for a while, yep. I know Damon. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's a super nice as guy. Ma- as a matter of fact, he was in um, um, a group uh, called Whiskey Falls. Okay, yeah, I think I've heard of them. And I produced and wrote, co-wrote uh, one of their top singles uh called last train running okay i don't yeah that one doesn't ring a bell the name whiskey falls rings a bell but yeah i had about i don't know three or four songs on that record okay but yeah i haven't seen 
I haven't seen uh, Damon in a while, but you said Damon Johnson. Maybe that's the same Damon. Yeah, you know, my band opened for him back in January, and so that was like the first interview we did. Um, my buddy that, you know, I started off doing this thing with had kind of, he knew uh, like a buddy of Damon's or something that kind of hooked us up with the interview or whatever, but... Um, but it was that well, same you, kind if of you deal. Talk to, if you talk to him, tell him you talked to me, and I and I said hello. Give him my number. Will do. I, you know, I'd Is like to get him on LA? here, and he's living down in. I don't know if he lives in Nashville. I want to say he lives somewhere outside of Nashville, technically, but oh, it's okay. Nashville area. <clears throat> but, <throat> but yeah, he was. I mean, he was. I mean, that was like the second or third time I've I've met him. And I think it was the second time I opened for him too. And yeah, he's just such a nice guy, you know, and we started, we sat down and just started boom going. And it was like, Whoa, 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 hold on. I haven't even hit the record button yet. You know? So <laughs> yeah, it was, I hear you. you know, he's such an easy guy to talk to. And so I, after that happened a couple of times, I learned the hard way that, uh, you know, just hit record right away <laughs> before anything happens, you know, but good, good practice. Yeah. So, good rule. So yeah, there will uh I'll have to come up with some way to edit the beginning, but you know, anyone that's listening is probably used to me doing that by <laughs> now. So <laughs> but I just want it to well, be a real conversation. Like I don't really want it to be I don't want to have a bunch of editing on here and turn it into something that doesn't feel organic. I mean, sure. You know. Yeah. One of my favorite podcasts to listen to and probably the biggest podcaster out there is Joe Rogan and you know yeah I think it's I think that he does so well and his podcast is so interesting because it really just is a conversation there's no schedule there's no plan it's just hit the record button start talking and what makes the show so great is really just the the guest he has I mean just getting all these different kinds of guests and you know and so that's kind of just being honest. That kind of what well, I want to um, do, I guess, is have like the Joe Rogan music podcast in a way, you know, have that diversity. Well, I t- I, I'd like to tell everybody uh, to visit my website and it's www.frankmyersmusic and Myers is spelled M-Y-E-R-S. So it's frankmyersmusic.com. Uh, hit me up as a friend on Frank Myers Music on Facebook and Frank Myers music uh, on Instagram and uh, check out God's got this. Like I said, the video's coming out the 14th of August and that's also the pre-save pre-sale day for it. But uh, you'll be able to get the, the song, you know, wherever music is sold and downloaded. And I think it's a great message. Um, you know, it's just good to to listen to that song and rem- just remember that message. You know, God's got this. You know, whatever it is you're going through in life, and uh, we're all going through things. Have you actually heard the song? Yeah, no, I did. I listened okay. to it. Yep. Okay. <laughs> yep. You know, I I appreciate you calling in. Well, I appreciate and, uh, your time. It's good good talking to you. Yeah, you too. Um. Anything and, uh, else you want to ask me before we uh, 
check out? No, I just was going to say, you know, if you have anything in the future uh-huh. that you're releasing and want to call and talk about it, um, you know, save my number and, and hit yeah, me up man. and we can do it again. So I definitely will. And good luck with your podcast. Hey, I appreciate it, Frank. Thank you. And it's and it's called uh, A Sides Podcast. So yep, I'll check you out. Yeah, definitely. So it's you know, all right. it's been all over the place so far, but uh, you know, one of these days maybe I'll get around to having an actual agenda or a style or something. <laughs> well, there's there's something to be said for just having a conversation and and uh, the way things tend to fall out of a conversation, you know. Right. So. Yep. Absolutely. But uh, I just want to uh, tell all your listeners that uh, uh, whatever you're going through these days, God's got this. Put your trust in Him. And uh, I just want to say God bless to to everyone listening and to you, Brent. And uh, thank you for having me. All right, Frank. Thank you. I appreciate it. All right. Another big thank you to Frank Myers for calling in and having a little conversation. Until next time, God's got this. We worry about our kids. We worry about our jobs. We worry about the bills that never seem to stop. No matter what you've said, no matter what you've done, there's no mistake too big for His mercy and His love. God's got this, it's in His hands. So let go of all the things that you can't understand. He knows your fears.